previously on the mortal path. You realise that this large structure is actually what looks like the top half of some huge city. Tara says something, but he's being incredibly sneaky, so you can't hear it. Because <laughs> how sneaky he is. You can't, you can't lock me under the stairs anymore, Ed. No, those days are over, unfortunately. <laughs> there is a footstep behind you. I would like to go, stay still. Your grand strategy was that when you heard somebody sneaking up behind you, you were like, let's make things easier for yeah. you by standing still. There is something standing right behind you that is about six foot tall, amber yellow, incredibly serpentine, almost lizard-like in feature with this kind of like ragtag leather armor and a short sword that is dripping your blood. Yeah, fuck the rules. Well, not all of them. The ground and the buildings go and everything shakes and this glass explodes in its face and you see it kind of pull back. I have had the strangest day, no, the strangest three days in my whole life. Now simmer the fuck down and let's just have a chat. So I speak Infernal, but I don't know I speak Infernal. Vindex. Windex. <laughs> We're in space. We're in space. Those that live beneath the city are dangerous. It dropped from the sky. I want to be friends with the lizard. I'll take you to my commander. through this this one big building out one side and into an alleyway and darkness falls you are now inside the city proper he is walking slowly um and he is clearly hurting you can you can see it in the way that he walks that you've done some pretty serious damage to him uh natalia there is a couple of minutes where you you turn a corner and you go into this this other building to cross deeper into the city and there is like no light it is entirely dark for you taro you having dark vision you can see but it's it's dim light and nerium you are not used to being able to see in pitch darkness but there's a sort of five ten foot radius that you can pick out this dim glow from the other two of you uh your passive perceptions are nine and I think 12 it's 12 now yeah 12 taro you feel from nerium this tiny little kind of spark something that you felt from natalia many times but you feel this time just from your right from nerium uh you nerium you have 10 foot of dark vision holy shit awesome yeah what Natalia, you don't feel anything, unfortunately. And, and wah, wah. However, I probably don't know. I probably just assume that it's not that dark. Yeah, you. there's just this kind of like dimly lit kind of bubble around you that you can sort of just peer at. I'm just not going to stub my toe. You're just not going to stub your toe at this point. 
Uh, but after about 10 foot or so, it, it does kind of recede in, into gloom. But after about maybe 30 seconds of walking, you, you turn a corner and this time there are, there are kind of holes in this layer of rock and stone um, and wood kind of ceiling that you assume is an upper layer that has sunlight peering through and, and you, can, you can now see again. Now, you said we were walking. Is this mm-hmm. snake guy like slithering? No, no, he's got arms or and legs. Or does he have legs? Okay. He's got arms and legs. He's he's, he's like he's a lizard guy, not like a snake guy. Okay, cool. So there, there is a difference. He's got a tail. Uh, he's got arms and legs. He's got a little lizardy head. Some <laughs> tatty armor. He does not have his sword anymore. Taro, Taro has the sword. Can we clarify what is the difference between a snake man and a lizard man? <laughs> I think one is well, all tail and one has a tail. You're suggesting that a snakey does not have legs. Yes. As, yeah. as we've agreed upon, the correct nomenclature for snakemans Yes. Is. Yeah. If, if, if they're legs, it's a lizard. Okay, good. Okay, gotcha. Okay. That, that's all. That's all. Please continue. Hey, Natalia um, isn't holding on to anybody and just had to cross a p- pitch dark um, area of floor. Does, sh- does she have to roll anything? Uh, no. So she doesn't stub her toe? I, I don't think so, because it was a very short walk and in a straight line. So... <laughs> Um, okay uh yeah don't don't you you just got something don't you try and then backhand offload nerev you're blind now yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh god you guys are also you mentioned previously that you wanted to be looking out for things and and other movements so all of you please roll me perception checks as you come out of these this building and this alleyway into what is clearly uh the next sort of area of this city 14 i got a six a six, a 15. fourteen, and a fifteen. None of you see anyone or any movement, but Nerium, you can see tracks in the sand. And as the ground um, starts to be more on an on an incline going downwards, the the sand kind of has gathered in certain places, and you can see what look like foot marks, like how uh, Findex's feet are. These kind of very large, almost like webbed feet. Um, and you can also see what look like boot prints and shoe prints. And all of them look relatively oh. new because they're in sand. There doesn't seem to be any sign of, of other life the way that you are walking. Are the uh, boot shapes of a similar of a size that suggest that they are lizard man's wearing uh, boots? Or are they human sized, halfling sized, dwarf sized? They seem much more like Natalia and Taro size. Not any little ones then? You don't see any little ones. Okay. No. Uh, you guys turn a corner and you are in what is clearly another shopping street. And this one, again, is is leading sort of downwards. Um, and there are these big kind of cracks in the ceiling that is letting this light through. And again, these streets are covered in signs and, and bits of writing on, on the walls and placards and things stuck to the various shop fronts. And as you guys are heading down, Taro, you looking around... There's this moment where one kind of catches your eye and you look away and you look back and it says booze brothers or alcohol brothers (laughs) or something like that. And you can read it, but you don't know how you can read it because you feel like you've never seen these letters before. And yet there they are. Uh, I I think that doesn't phase Tara that much. I think he just kind of goes, I think it's a, a weird sort of, uh-huh. Sort of chuckle, a sort of half chuckle. It's just a strange noise. He makes a strange noise. How unusual for him. Yeah, <laughs> he's never done that before. But Natalia and, and Nerium, as you guys are looking around, 
these signs are all written in this strange kind of flowing language that, that you don't recognize. But as you're walking down Tarot, you can read most of them. There are a couple that you, you can't read that seem to be in a different script, subtle difference. I, I think Tarot also says, hey, should we, uh, should we stop for a drink? <laughs> what do you mean stop for a drink? Uh, you know, it, oh, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Actually, um, Mr. Findex, a drink would be lovely because we've been walking in the hot desert and I, I was a bit poorly earlier and so was my, my compa- companion here. Um, you wouldn't have a water skin or anything on you? <laughs> he half turns back to you. He's a naked lizard, lizard man, except for having bits of armor on him and no sword anymore. And he kind of looks down at himself and he looks at you and he goes, No. Just asking, thank was, you very much, sir. I thought he was going to say, look down at himself and be like, I've got something you can drink <laughs> <laughs> oh, Gary! Bad. Gary. Bad. Bad, Gary. No, no, I just... Anyone that's like, like, cats... The, like mean... when those spray, spray gun... Spray yeah. horses. Just yeah. to give, give Gary a spray. Yeah. And not that kind of spray, Gary. Oh, no. <laughs> Oh no! This is very, right. Okay, that's like eyeball so, height so wait, Windex- That's really upsetting. <laughs> Windex is aware of his nudity. <laughs> Windex is, is he- Windex Findex. Now don't you <laughs> trick me. Oh, we nearly got him. Findex is aware that he is not carrying a water skin, nor does he have places to hide a water skin. If Fun. that if that helps. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, we might have to interrogate this one further. But okay. We can do that. You can you can in, press this issue in later. In the nature of the canon. What about okay. in his ass pocket? <laughs> <laughs> there are currently not Sorry. liquids in his ass pocket. So as you continue, he turns into this uh, alleyway and you can see now that the shops look even kind of fancier. These look almost like boutique type shops. And one of them has this mirror that runs the whole length down the shop and it's reflecting some of the sunlight and it's sort of lighting the area a bit more but it's cracked in places and sort of the edges are tarnished and there are kind of dark spots where clearly the the backing has been damaged and as you guys are walking along natalia you see out of the corner of your eye in the mirror three of you oh not again walking along this alleyway and one of them is incredibly faded almost kind of ghostly and and this is the one that's got the blue fingertips and the blue spot uh on her lips and the red one is is much more kind of visceral walking they're almost walking beside you almost overlapping with you as you walk i think i probably do a bit of a double take when i first see it and then i kind of slow a bit and turn and really look Okay. Do we see uh, Natalia do that? Do we need to you see Natalia, perceive it? You see Natalia slow and kind of look over at this big mirror, for sure. Can I look at the mirror and see if I see anything unusual about Natalia's reflection? Absolutely. Roll me a perception check. In fact, actually, roll me a perception check with disadvantage, please. 13. 13. There is this very kind of odd shimmer. It's almost like a heat shimmer just around the edges of Natalia on either side. It could just be a trick of the light. The mirror is pretty cracked. You're not sure if it's just a little illusion of the glass. My eyes were doing that funny thing when we were in the dark bit, so maybe I've just got a headache from the heat. Yeah, it it doesn't look super weird. There's just a little kind of shimmer alongside her. But Natalia, as you turn to look properly, they both turn and look at you Uh, and they smile really widely and both of them sort of step 
closer to you. And at the same time, both of them reach up and they grasp the gem that, that you have sort of like sewn into the, the little bit of mesh front on your dress. And they both smile and you hear them say, Meditate. Think on it. Reach out to us. I, I nod. I, I try to pass it off as if to like anyone watching. I'm just like no normally nodding at myself in a mirror as one does. <laughs> um, but I don't... It's After last time, casual. I don't want to say say words aloud. Okay. Because I got some weird reactions, or rather, some normal reactions to being weird. <laughs> so I just, I just <laughs> nod. Yes, yes, fair. It's all regular here. <clears throat> hey, how's uh, how's Nat's makeup holding up? Oh, bad, very bad. Oh, it's really bad, actually. <laughs> you you have sweated a lot, and that was not a makeup meant to to endure heat and also fighting and sand let's and not sand. forget the sand not the sand either but as you as you look at them and you give that little nod they both smile wider and they take another step closer and the one with the blue fingers and the blue spot on her lips she reaches up and she puts her hand in front of your eyes on the reflection and you can still see but there's uh-huh. almost this kind of almost like looking through gauze for a moment like looking through a very very fine cloth and the other one with the red fingers who's much more kind of real looking she twirls her hands and this cloak made of shadows seems to spring from nowhere and she reaches up and she drops it on your shoulders and you feel this almost weight on you and then your eyes burn and your vision goes black for a minute and the pain is overwhelming and absolutely intense i scream and fall back clutching my eyes Okay, Natalia suddenly screams and staggers back, holding her eyes after looking into this mirror. I run over to her. Uh, Taro Mm -hmm. jumps backwards and just kind of rolls and goes into a crouchy, ready stance. (laughs) Combat roll. It's a full-on combat roll. Curls up onto a floor. (laughs) 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 Taro just Just assumes a fetal position. I thought thought you were Taro leaps back and just collapses in terror. <laughs> like one of those goats that you can just like start. It just gets rock still and collapses. Oh my like god, it's like these goats over. that you startle them yeah. and they just go all stiff and, and roll over. Yeah. With the horns, it's like a blue version. Yeah. No, it's not a goat. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> okay. Taro takes up a much cooler, I'm ready to fight pose. Than what we very seen. cool. He's very cool. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. And that your eyes are just burning, like tears streaming down your cheeks. Just absolute agony. And Findex whips around and lets out this kind of ah! noise of shock and fright as you kind of reel back, <laughs> screaming. Ah! I'm going to say, Mr. Findex, I think she's hurt. Eh? <laughs> do you actually do that in character? Are you mocking him in character? Yes. Okay. Yeah. I'm just... Hell yeah. <laughs> I've recovered. Recovered my... Realised I'm not... Tara's not being currently killed. And now he can make fun of someone okay Findex looks from Natalia to Taro and back again in like absolute just confusion and horror and now as that happens the the pain just lifts off and you can suddenly think and your eyes stop streaming and as you open them and look around nothing seems to have changed 
Except you can now read the sign above the shop. Ow. Do her, do her eyes look different? Her eyes don't look any different. Ah. Ah. How? That. How? Are you alright? What happened? Um, well, uh, I think I had an allergic reaction to something. <laughs> to the mill. To the Maybe sand? Maybe a bit of dust got in my eye. That, yeah, that was probably it. I mean, that's a, quite a extreme reaction to some... You know what? We have had a very long day. I, I think we need to get somewhere and rest because I think we're all a bit overdone at this point. I quite agree. Let's, uh... It's fine. Uh, looking in the mirror can be uncomfortable. I don't blame you. I'm used to seeing myself with makeup. Well, uh, do you know what? It looked a little bit better before. Maybe it was the makeup in my eye. Oh, do you know? It might be, actually. I don't know what they put in that in that stuff, but it's stage makeup, so it'd be extra thick. And Yeah, do you know what? We should probably get you um, washed up and, and sorted. Well, let's... Mr. Findex, are we nearly there yet? I know a place where we could rest. By the fifth gate. Oh, God. That'd be wonderful, just please. He nods his head. He's definitely looking frightened. Uh, he had gone from being very kind of nervous when you started out to clearly having a bit more confidence. And now he's straight back to, what the fuck is happening? Hey, hey, uh, uh, uh Windex. Hey, hey. Eh? Eh? <laughs> he shoots you from a wounded lizard man. What is clearly a wounded look. And he goes... I got a fright when she yelled. Mr. Findex, if you want to stab anyone, you aim for that one, right? He's got my sword. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Can I... Can I have it back? Oh, I do kind of want to give it back. Nerium, can I give him his sword back? Why are you asking me? Let's not give him his sword back. He he stabbed Nerium. Well, he did, actually. I, I... He didn't even say hello. So, sorry, Windex. You, you almost had me soul over there, but but it looks like looks like they're saying no. What, what can I do, eh? What can I do? It it it's Findex with a f. How do you spell f? I I don't know. And he turns around and he just keeps walking. There's definitely now a dejected little thing to his shoulders he's having a it's rough day it's funny how that happens after people have spoken to taro you've made me feel really bad for findex when windex no you've made me feel bad for Lizard. when i read the sign mm-hmm. was it in did it like appear to be letters that i understood or did i just get the the meaning there is a moment where it's kind of like trying to look at it through warped glass and you you're kind of squinting before the meaning kind of comes to you but but as you look at it and as you start looking around at other signs it comes quicker and quicker and quicker until it is just like reading books in in common until it's just like a language that you know and you see in fact you notice that there are two languages on the signs one it seems to be much more uh, common than the other one they are all shop titles one seems to be a theater there seems to be some sort of like blacksmith there's a place as you're walking by that's called the gallery of war there's inns and taverns it seems to be the remnants of what had been a thriving city there are also street names on the corners you see things like silver lane marble road crystal avenue these kind of signs that now appear almost rusted and and warped and all cracked and broken okay after about 
two minutes of walking. Findex leads you to this road that stops at this huge building that has clearly collapsed much more than other buildings. And it leads upwards, almost like a staircase, to where there is a big, big hole in the, the stone kind of ceiling. And you can see beyond it, sunlight streaming in and what seems to be the next layer up. And he points to it and he goes, that's the fifth gate. And there's a place just near here where we can rest. I also think I need to sit down. Okay, we're following you, Mr. Findex. That's fine. Lead on. He takes a left turn and leads you into what is clearly a house. A house where the the door has come off the hinges. It seems to be in relatively good shape and it's quite tucked away and it doesn't seem to be very looted either. There's like a small front room that's pretty much cleared out. But as he leads you inside, you can see that there are other doors leading off into this house that don't seem to be touched really and there's a couple of chairs that are again like at odd angles and he kind of pushes them aside and actually sits down against one of the walls everything again is on this kind of like slope where things have kind of slid down and gathered at the edges and he leans against the wall and he closes his eyes and yeah he's not looking in good shape the bleeding has has stopped for the most part but you can see that you guys did a lot of damage there's like big gouges in his face from the glass there's still actually bits of glass kind of still stuck in his face he hasn't had like a moment to try and like take it out and he's got a big stab wound on his side from where you got him with the sword natalia and that's why you don't assault people folks yeah because you'll get beat up in the end (laughs) you should always judge your foes 90 percent of the victims of knife crime are the knife wielders themselves I thought you were going to say is the knife itself, and I was like, oh, yes. <laughs> oh, yes. Wow, that's deep. There is no knife except the one you carry with you. <laughs> and the real knife was the friends we made along the way. <laughs> Would you, in the nomenclature of Dungeon Dragon, say that, that Findex is taking a short rest? I would say Findex is absolutely looking like he is taking a short rest. Okay. I, I would like to kind of go to Windex and say, here, here, Findex, uh, look, uh, I'm sorry, that wasn't right. I shouldn't have made fun of you like that. Um, but look, you're you're a tough a tough chap. I think you'll I think you'll be all right if you just you just take a rest. He opens his eyes and he looks up at you, and there's a moment of like gentle confusion on his face before something clearly kind of like sparks up inside him, and he sits up a little taller and he goes, "I, I am pretty strong, I think." I'll make, I'll be fine. We'll be okay. We'll make it to the commander. I was attempting to cast a spell, but not a spell, uh, 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 like a mouth spell. Lucky Findex. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) Roll me a d20. Let me find a d20. Here it is. It's a 14 on that one. A 14. A 14. You feel, as he looks up at you, there's this moment where, again, that, twin kind of push of magic in your palms that's becoming more and more familiar to you that almost now feels like an undercurrent rather than random sparks and shocks again you you feel that that magic and and natalia you certainly feel again that crackle and static and he he looks a little better he certainly looks cheerier again the blood kind of like has coagulated and he suddenly looks in much better spirits and you have the feeling whatever you just did yeah worked yeah he looks mechanically a couple of hit points better. Hell yeah. And Top you... quality mouth spell from the cock doctor. I mean, does that, does that work on the rest of us? Uh, if you guys are uh, rolling hit dice, then it absolutely does. And you were listening. 
Not and if you weren't listening. listening. You get nothing if you weren't paying attention. You were you were all in the oh, small God, room. You've all heard it. Honestly, I'm only three points down. I'm not going to bother. Okay. Uh, you feel you feel the crackle of magic, and uh, Taro, you you're pretty sure you could do that again. Oh hell yeah! Nice, good job. I was going to go over to Mr. Findex and say, um, Mr. Findex, uh, we're we're going with you to see this commander. Um, and there's no benefit to us to running off or or or, or not following you. So, um, I, I suppose it might be an idea if I, um, I, I can help you get some of that, some of the little bits of shards of glass out, because that's going to be hard for you to do for yourself, and, and I'm, I've, I've got a hanky here, I can mop you up a bit. He nods, uh, and he kind of pushes himself to, to lean forward, uh, a little bit and closes his eyes. Okay, this, this is getting a little smart, just a little bit, but I'll be as careful as I can. So I'm, Thank yeah, you. I'll do that. Uh, roll me a medicine check. It's not the best. Hey! On the other hand, it's not bad when you get 19 plus 1. Nice! So you, you spend... Man, he is all fixed up. Well, you spend uh, about... <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's, let's not be... He's like, he's not looking good. Um, you spend about 10 minutes very, very carefully and very delicately plucking out bits of glass... This is something you've done before. It is, yes. You, you, if you had like a flask of water and maybe one of your, your magnifying glasses, that would certainly help a lot more. But you managed to get rid of probably most of the glass, if not all of it. At least the dangerous I've bits. I've got tweezers in my sewing yep, kit. Yeah, you, you use those to, to take out the, the small mm. slivers without kind of cutting yourself um, or anything. Mm-hmm. As Nerium is doing this, uh, Tara and Natalia, you guys are in this, this small room that's got maybe like three doors leading off from it. I'm staying alert. Okay. I'm just keeping an eye on these doors. And at some point I might say, um, you know, you two are being very nice to a guy who attacked us. I don't know that we have any choice at this point, Nat. I didn't want to go with him, but I don't know the way out now. He looked really upset, all right? I, I'm not I'm not a cruel man. I'm a nice person. It's going a bit far. Just re- remember this, Windex. If you turn on us again i will kill you without hesitation she really will i would not test that at all and i think that's fair actually he uh he cracks open one eye and he looks at you natalia and he goes i i i, I know good okay. i'm gonna go open a door okay. I, I think it's time we had a look around where we are let's let's check this place out Okay. You go up to one of the doors, and as you open it, there's it's jammed a little bit on on the hinge, but it's it's easy enough to push open after giving it a little shove. Um, and what seems to be a kind of kitcheny, maybe like a like a diningy room area. Again, a lot of the furniture has like slid down to the to the bottom corner. Although the incline in this particular house isn't too steep, but it's full of stuff. Like it, there's just loads and loads of belongings. Um, all around it. Are you are you spending some time to have a proper look, or are you just having a quick look? Um, I think I'll shout back and be like, "Here, yeah, uh, Nat, there's some uh, there's some stuff in here." Ooh, any books? Are there any books? Yes. Y- yeah, there's some books. Let me see. Let me see. Okay, uh, you go into the kitchen, and there is indeed like a a bookshelf that is um, mostly fallen over, but backwards. So all the books are in it. There's not a lot of books, um, but there are a fair few. They seem to mostly be recipe books, um, some novels. They are all in the same language that is the majority of the ones on the signs and and on the road signs. And Taro, are you having a look at them too? I'm gonna have a look at some other stuff. I'm not so interested in the books. Okay. What else is around? Okay. 
I would also like to say that I'm not totally hot on being the only one left in the room with Findex, so if he needs a bit of a kip uh, for, as part of his short rest, I will probably go and see what the others are doing. This is, this is about five minutes into you plucking glass out, so you've, you've got another yeah. five or seven minutes, but the door is, it's a very small front room. You can absolutely still see Taro and, and Natalia. It's just the difference okay. of them being in, like, another room with the door open. So you can still see, like, Taro's horns. They're not that far. They're maybe, like, 15, 20 foot from you. Is it dark here? Like... It's no, it's not dark, dark. It's it's kind of gloomy. It's this kind of reddish gloom that seems to be over everything. But there's enough light from outside to to illuminate things. And it, this place has windows that are mostly shattered and broken into. But um, or sorry, rather not broken into, but like broken from the impact. Um, but there's enough light coming in that you can you can see around. Well, that's odd-ish. Okay, so that was a pun from like two minutes ago. Your, your monologue went on longer than I thought. You, you started saying stuff and I was like, oh, so, so I can make a Pokemon joke here. Uh, and so I had it in my mouth, ready to go. And then you just kept talking. Well, that and is my one for true like, sin. For like mm-hmm. 30 seconds and then yep. I said the pun. And by that point... So so if you're interested and you're listening to this podcast, I was just going back about 40 seconds and just really... Just kind of skipping around a little bit. Just to see if you can see if you can uh, work that pun out. Uh, it's not very hard. I think you'll pick up on it pretty pretty sharpish. Thanks for listening to my podcast. Uh, I'm Ed, and this has been... Um, All edited out. Uh, oh. <laughs> 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 Savage. So looking deeper into this kitchen, uh, not at the books, there's a kind of sink at the back that seems to be mostly intact. It's one of the few kind of appliances that doesn't seem to have kind of really broken on whatever impact this was. Um, but it's got this kind of covering, this sort of wooden covering that is still on, in place on top of it. Yeah, I'm cracking that open. Let's let's pull off the lid. Okay. You you pull off the lid and there is maybe sort of five inches of this kind of brackish water still left in it. But what catches your attention is not so much the water left in the sink, but the fact that there are uh, four candles at the bottom of the water, all of which are out, <laughs> and one single candle in the water that is still burning. What? Hello, it's me, Yubi, your DM. I'm just here to say hi. Thank you so much for listening. We are so grateful. We have got over 2,500 downloads. It's just absolutely been amazing. You guys, your response has been fantastic. Thank you all so much for all of you who tune in, give us a listen. We appreciate it so much and we really hope you're enjoying the story. Um, We've had some absolutely awesome iTunes reviews. It really helps us out every time that you guys leave us a review on iTunes. iTunes algorithms work in such a way that they really help us out. So we appreciate every single one of them. You guys have also been fantastic about tweeting about us. Again, if you tweet with us under the hashtag uh, The Mortal Path, then we might pick your name to be in the show. Very exciting. It might get mangled because that's what my players do. We also have had an absolutely amazing response on Tumblr. Our blog has got over 200 followers. There's been all this amazing art and media being produced. You guys have to go and check it out. 
It is fantastic. Uh, speaking of art and media, we have our competition and today is the deadline for getting things in for the competition slash giveaway. We will be picking winners soon. We're going to do it uh, internally and work out which ones are going to be, you know, the, the winners. Thank you so much, everyone, for entering. We have had some just incredible, incredible entries. Every single one has been absolutely awesome. We are going to compile a list of entries for everyone to see. It's just been incredible. We are just so amazed and we have a fantastic set of dice from Settling Geek on Twitter to give away. Uh, please go and check out Settling Geek stuff. It's S-E-T-T-L-I-N-G-G-E-E-K. Settling Geek on Twitter. I'd also like to give a huge shout out to our friend Rachel Graff, who composed the theme tune for The Mortal Path. I forgot last week to say that the music for The Fallen City was also written by Rachel Graff under her album Sketching the Rain, which you can find on Bandcamp. I would so recommend listening to it, buying it, you pick your own price. Um, but she has just gotten married to the love of her life and really could you know, use a little bit of extra income to help with the honeymoon and all of that. So if you want to support a newly married composer, then go and check out Rachel Graff, R-A-C-H-E-L-G-R-A-F-F on Bandcamp. You can buy all of her music there. You will find the Fallen City track. It's just, it's incredible. When I heard it, I immediately messaged her and I was like, oh my gosh, can I please use this track for this place? It is perfect. She also has a WordPress that you can check out under the same name. I would so recommend looking at her stuff. It is incredible. We'd also like to give a huge thank you to DiceBard, who uh, helped us in our first giveaway by donating an amazing set of dice. Their wares are incredible, and it's just so fun to get in correspondence with them. They're very funny. It's really, really great. Um, our next episode is going to be out on the 14th of March. That's episode eight. We are really, really looking forward to it. The story is going in some awesome directions and we really hope that you enjoyed this episode i'm gonna let you guys get back to the show thank you so much for everything until next time Hey, Nat, Nat, uh, this does not seem regular. You're an irregular Wait. type of person. Can you come and have a look? Well, thank you very much. Um, so did you just open this now? Yeah, yeah, it was a lid on it, this, uh, this wooden thing. So this was still a flip Windex. Do people come here a lot? Not to this part, only to go up to the fifth gate. Hmm. Why? Uh, no worries, go back to sleep. Um, hmm. Uh, he's sort of missing the point here. That this seems to be a candle that's light underwater. Is this something that's that's normal? Am I am I missing on that one? Is it underwater? Yeah. It's, oh shit! It's underwater right. and it's still lit. It's lit. I- I'm pretty sure that's magic. Hmm. Can I do like an arcana check? Yes, absolutely. For the tasty plus zero. <laughs> Whoa! That's a seven. Yep. Looks magic. <laughs> Can I do an arcan? Absolutely, you can. Check it. I think I've got. Oh, I do have more than a plus zero. Eat my shorts. <laughs> I got. I got a nine. It's magic. It's magic. 
It's magic. <laughs> so magical. Oh, oh, oh. Definitely doesn't seem normal. Hey, Nat, I think it's magic. I, I, I agree. Uh, let me see what happens if I do this. I reach in mm-hmm. and try and pick up the candle. Yeah, you, you pick it up. Uh, are you picking it up by the burning end or just by like the normal candle bit? I mean, do yeah, you I don't really pick it up by the fire. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just double checking. Hey, it's a free world. It's a sandbox. It's your oyster. <laughs> you might want to check that with Tarot, but I'm fairly <laughs> sure. Nat, yes. Um, yeah, you you take the candle and you pull out the water, and it's still alight. It's it's giving off heat. It doesn't seem to be melting. Interesting. Here, I I, uh, I try and blow it out. It blows out. Okay, cool. What? Why? Why would you do? No, shit, not cool. Oh, oh whoops. <laughs> <laughs> Are there well, any matches in this kitchen? Roll me an investigation check. There's gotta be matches. There's gotta be matches. Neither of you have prestidigitation, then. Let me consult the list. Eleven. Eleven. And no. <laughs> okay, after maybe three minutes or so of going through drawers, you do find a little box which has, I think, two two matches left in it. Oh, okay. <gasps> oh, better I make a count. Mm-hmm. And lit that fucker. Yep, the candle lights up again. All right, dunk it, dunk it. Okay, yes, I dunk the candle. You put it under the water and the flame doesn't go out. Interesting. Um, what if we try and burn something? Hang on, hang on. I, I want to get out one of the other, I want to pull one of the other candles out of the out of the sink. Okay. And I want to try and light it with the other candle. Uh, it takes a minute because the wick is wet, but after uh, maybe 30 seconds of trying, it lights. This one almost immediately does start to melt. Oh, I don't care. It goes out. Sucks. Piece of shit candle. <laughs> well, this could be handy. Certainly if I'm reading in the dark. Or uh, underwater. Or underwater, yes. <laughs> that would also be helpful. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying that giggles in character. That's very good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So is there anything else interesting while we were looking around? The other thing you find in this room is... Can I come in yet? Uh, so as as you guys have been searching the drawers, you find three kitchen knives that look to be in relatively good shape with uh, pretty good handles on them. That's pretty much all you find in, in this room that's of use. There's some pots and pans. It's clearly someone's kitchen, or it was. I try and burn something with the candle. Okay. Are you taking a bit of wood? Are you taking paper from one of the books? The curtains. The curtains. <laughs> Uh, just a little bit of wood or something. I do it over the sink because I know about fire safety. You easily find a splinter of wood that's come off a bit of furniture. Um, and after a, a couple of seconds, yeah, it catches light and it and it burns just like a normal wood chip. Interesting. Okay. Uh, I'm going to blow the... Oh, yeah, I'm going to blow the candle out. Mm-hmm. Goes out. I don't have any pockets, do I? Not in that dress. Have you? I think no. you still I got your you class. Have a small reticule. No, I think I think no, that I'm, went to you. I've got. Pockets. No, I had the dagger, but. I... Oh, Natalia, still that makes everything all the better that you're still carrying that small, pearlescent pink clam-shaped <laughs> clasp <laughs> this whole time. Very good. Yeah. Um, my 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 clam thing eats the candle. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you're gonna stick the candle in <laughs> the clam. Oh, please. Oh my god! Oh Why is everyone so quick to blame me when these things happen? I know. Happen? This is it. We were all very <laughs> quick to blame other people when people are being betrayed, but actually it was Kitty. We all blame Ed when people are being horny, but actually it's Gary. This is terrible. Ed's just getting the blame for everything. Well, I mean, he's a. But that's what bards are for, isn't it? You could say he's yeah. the scapegoat. 
Get it. Get it. Don't like it. Don't don't like it. Okay. Um, don't like it. As as they're ba- uh, finishing up in the kitchen, uh, Nerium, you you come to the to the door. I want to point out we should take the matches. The match. Yeah, you've got one match, match left. Yeah. <laughs> I take that. Okay. Um, I come to the door and I say, "Have you found anything?" Uh, found some matches. Oh, that's good. And a candle. Uh, what one candle? Well, I suppose it'd be well, useful. Well, we did find four, four candles. Yeah. But I think oh, they're four more... Ca- four candles? Yes. In a kitchen, that's unusual. I wonder where the heads of the forks went. I don't know. Is this... Is this... Are we... Is this perjury? Not perjury. Uh, plagiarism. Bingo. Is this plagiarism? Uh, it's, to be fair, it's probably out of copyright. <laughs> oh, okay. I don't even know what you're quoting. Four candles. Oh, my God. Four You've never candles. seen four candles. I've never seen four candles. Can we put a little bit where you have looked up the two Ronnies four candles sketch? And watched it just because otherwise, if I was listening to this podcast, I would be ripping the hair from my head going, what do they mean? They've never seen it. I promise I will listen to the four Ronnies. No, the two Ronnie candle. The two, two Ronnies, four candles. <laughs> the two <laughs> concept. I mean, you can kind of like. I will Google two Ronnies, four candles, and I will not be afraid. <laughs> <laughs> Just leave cups out. Of I will it, do that for happens. sure. Okay, yeah. so Taro, you open one of the other doors <laughs> to one of the what other. What is behind door number two? two. Uh, it is a bedroom. It is clearly what was once a bedroom. Do I now get to switch door? Like. I mean, there, there's another door that is closed that you haven't opened yet. Is there is there a wardrobe in the bedroom? Yeah. If there's a wardrobe in the bedroom, can we go and see if there's any clothes in there that might fit Nat and be a bit more suitable than an evening dress? As you go into the, the bedroom and you open up, it's full of clothing. It's full of clothing that looks... It'd probably be a little bit big on, on Nat, but it looks like it'll fit for the most part. Um, I would like to call Nat over and say, look, look, look. Oh, uh... Anything take your fancy? We can probably take it in. I mean, it's easier to take it in than let it out, believe me. Well, I've got to say, I do quite like this dress now. What, seriously? I mean, I, I mean I, I, it's very much your colour. It's lovely. I'm just concerned about practicality. You can put some pockets in it, right? Oh, oh yeah, yes. totally. Oh, please. Oh, uh, well, I'll, I'll tee for pillowcase then. Okay. I want to look under the bed. Uh... Oh, okay. There weren't any scissors in that kitchen, were there? Yeah, there were There were a pair of scissors. Oh, can I go and get those? Because my embroidery scissors got knackered. Yeah, I don't know how that happened. Yep, mystery, that one. You go and get a pair of scissors. You spend the next five minutes putting in pretty um, functional, but but not very fancy pockets. Uh, Nat, you're going to have to stay still. Uh, okay, Taro, can you pass me some some bit of rag or something? I just need to get this fucking makeup off. Do I have a rag? What's uh, the rag status? There's a cupboard full of clothes. Yeah, there's there's just a lot of material in this room. It is a bedroom. There are pillowcases, yeah. blankets... Okay. All right. It's a shame we haven't got any water. Chucks a rag over, but I want to look under the bed. You are, you have knelt down by the bed. Natalia asks you this. You kind of chuck over a pillowcase um, and you look under the bed. There is a, what looks to be like, at first you think it, maybe it's a quilt. It's incredibly beautiful material. It seems to be almost shimmery, almost multicolored. And as you pull out, you see that it is it's actually, no. That's very Yubi, but no. Um, it's actually a, a cloak. An incredibly well-made, beautiful cloak that looks about your I size. drop my sewing cool. needle and go, oh. Tara, as you pick it up, there is a little spark of magic to it. Ooh. Oh, I'm going to 
really dig deep into into my my magic soul and see if I can get a grip on. Just kind of <laughs> feel my way through this cloak and see okay. what see what's going on with it. Let's Roll. see what, see what I, really I can. Hope so. I am praying to the D and D gods for you. Here we go. Here we go, kids. Roll me a D twenty. You, you so, did so, him. You did so what him. exactly would be the worst thing for me to roll in this situation? Just uh, if somebody would like to make a suggestion. It would probably be a nat one. Well, I can't say it's not a nat one. Did you really? Yes, I, I did in fact oh roll a nat God, one. He's going to bring the house down. Okay. Um, Link me to your character sheet, please. Oh no, oh, but no. that's like weapons. Oh. <laughs> I just want to use identify. Oh, I've had this spell for so long. I just want to identify something. Like you, you keep rolling that ones on it. Okay. Because like if it's if it's between a two and and a nine, nothing happens. If it's a ten or above, you do it. But if it's a nat one, it's something else. And I think every time you've tried to cast this spell. It's been a something else. Yeah. One day I will identify something and it'll go off without a hitch and I'll know what it is and what it does. And we'll just all live happily ever after with that knowledge of what the thing was that it does. (sighs) The good news is you do get another spell out of it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Cloud of daggers. (laughs) Uh, I'm glad I only pick useless spells because if I didn't, we'd be fucked. (laughs) <laughs> You've got some. I mean, you have already like knocked Nat out, and yeah, but that one's done. I know that one. We're good on that one. Hmm. All right, let's spin the wheel of misfortune. <laughs> so you reach down into your magic soul, and holding this cloak that you know is magical and probably does something amazing, you feel this buildup of magic, and there's this moment where you're like, "Oh my god, it's it, it's happening! I'm doing it!" And then that magic seems to go and like flops out of you. And you have this very visceral feeling of like some of that magic kind of being pulled out of you. And there is this shimmering shape that's a bit shorter than you standing opposite you that is practically invisible. And in fact, as you look at it, it actually gets harder and harder to see. <laughs> and it, you, you feel suddenly this cloak being gently pulled out of your hands and then held. And this cloak is now sort of floating in the air in front of you as if somebody is holding it. Oh, what? Uh, why did you do that? Oh my God, it's a magic cloak. It floats. <laughs> Yes, this is a very magical cloak, as I've ascertained by holding it. It is a float. But it's it's standing by itself now. It must it must make you levitate. Yes, a cloak of floating. Um, I'm so glad I finally wow. found a cloak of floating. It's what I've always wanted to have. <laughs> now, I would like it if it would stop floating. The cloak drops to the ground. Oh uh, <gasps> shit! That worked. I, I pick it up and kind of brush it off okay uh yep it, it you're still holding it uh looking impressed i say does it do anything else no <laughs> <laughs> can it can it float while you're wearing it well let's give that a try i put on the cloak okay you put on the cloak nope doesn't look like it looks like it just <laughs> does that other trick it looks really nice though and actually as you guys look at it and you look at taro there almost seems to be this subtle shift 
of the fabric and the pattern to where it suddenly really complements Taro's outfit. Um, it's kind of got this sudden, this little bit of kind of like gold brocade around the edges. There are hints of the, we never decided the color of your shirt, I don't think. Do you want to pick a color real quick of your very fancy shirt? I thought it was salmon. I thought it was meant to that it salmon. was salmon at some point. Well, I thought so too, but I don't think any of us said it. We all just knew it was pink. We just all knew it was salmon. That we was, just all just... knew that it was pink, but it is, it is actually not mentioned. Um, there are these kind of almost sort like... Of lovely pastel pink. The the lining is is that same... I mean, Nerium does actually really like pink, so quite possibly. Yeah. The uh, the lining is, is suddenly that same colour, um, and it seems to fit you perfectly. This owns... That is an amazing cloak. Yeah, oh, I like it. It's pretty good. Well, fine. It seems versatile. Mm. Oh, Nat, I haven't finished your pockets. St- right, stay there. Oh, I haven't moved. <laughs> no, you've been very good. I'm nearly done. I'm nearly done. I've got to say, Taro, I thought you were a bit of a shit magic user, but this shows you you are quite accomplished if you can make that levitate or control it. I, I, yes, that's right. Have you found respect for you? I can do all these things intentionally. <laughs> I guess I am magic, after all. All right, Nat, you're done. Those are your pockets. Oh, thank you. You have two very good, deep, functional pockets on your dress now. They have also been elegantly placed so as not to interrupt with the line. Of course. I'm nodding for, for the benefit of everyone who isn't looking at me. Um, While I was in the kitchen picking up those scissors, did I see any of the nice sharp knives? Uh, yeah. I presume they're in the same place. Can I half inch one of those and just sort of keep it as a something roughly the same size as my dagger? Yeah, they're, they're dagger size for you for sure. Yeah. It's not stealing if the owner isn't here. That's it. It's like looting in Fallout 4. I mean, Everyone is probably dead. Just take it anyway. But yeah, it's not like they've cleaned up recently. I'm just tidying. Exactly. Exactly. It's fine because the, the concept of private ownership is outmoded. <laughs> uh, any of the other... Absolutely. Couldn't agree more. Natalia, are you looking around this room at all? No, but I do want to say I've picked up one of the novels. I don't know, just something that looked interesting. Uh, there, there's one that seems to be um, a fictional yet based in historical account of some love story in this city. Yeah, cool. I'll go for it. Okay, you've, you've got that. I, I put it into one of my pockets. Oh, okay. Your pocket is just about big enough to hold a book, although it does very much show that you have a book in your pocket. In a Ruins dress. the line. <laughs> yeah. Nat doesn't care that much about the line. No. <laughs> okay. Is are you going into the other room? Yeah, Nerium, you should uh, go first. We all got some some stuff. Yeah. All right then. Uh, stealth. Okay. Uh, opening that door super carefully. <laughs> okay. Roll me a stealth check. The door is trapped. <laughs> An iron spike descends from the ceiling. <laughs> Welcome to Tomb of Annihilation. <laughs> Nineteen. 19. You very, very sneakily open this door. It's silent. You are the only one who has managed to get it open without having to practically kind of go and kick it in uh, to get it off the, the door hinge. The room before you seems to be some sort of what almost looks like it could be like a crafting room or an office or some space in which people kind of would would kind of make or do things. It doesn't seem to be a kitchen. It's not the bedroom. It seems to be another room hmm. that, that has various bits of furniture. Let's have a look what it's got inside. Okay. Uh, the first thing that catches your eye is that hanging on the wall at a bit of an odd angle is some sort of like small stringed instrument. Um, it's got a pretty like narrow neck. It's only got three strings. Having a look around, there are 
various kind of bits of like wood that looked like it someone was in the process of building something that maybe kind of broke in the process it almost picking through the rubble almost looks like it might have been some sort of like doll's house type thing you can find what looks like miniature bits of smashed furniture and uh and things like that that almost seems to be a couple of what look like they might be toys in this room <clears throat> again kind of wooden models that have that have been broken you find one thing which is which strikes you as a bit odd um because it is in a small like lacquered box um that seems to be quite tucked away it is a single key and the the key has this kind of very odd end to it that doesn't look like it would fit any lock that you've seen do i find that first does anyone see me find it uh are you two going into the room as well yeah yeah i think so but we obviously don't see yeah. Nerium go in because she's so stealthy <laughs> uh yeah uh, you guys, I think you see Nerium digging through this particular chest of drawers type thing. I might stick the key in my pocket and not be too bothered about the box. Okay. Uh, you, you pocket the key. Out of interest, is this key, say, sharp? Like a, like uh, a blade? Are you... Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> I so nearly... Did you, did you see the look on my face as I was like, I was like kind of like getting yes, ready yes, to, to, you know, like engage with this thing that you just said? And then oh no, I just... I just was, yeah, you know. were just shitposting, as always. Yeah, for my sins. Anyway, yeah, continue with the game we're playing. Anything else? Anything under any tables in any drawers or anything that we haven't looked at that we you, we need to actually specifically say that we've looked at otherwise we'll lose out forever uh, no but having another look around there seems to be a a sheath that that's a relatively like Ew, um, sword throw that away what <laughs> my god a <laughs> a sheath that looks like it is made for um a sword of uh, one about as big as you actually um oh a scabbard a scabbard it's not got a sheath you sheath your sword? You can call it either. I'm being okay. disgusting. So. No, God. I got it. I got it. It's it's made of leather. It's quite nicely um, worked with with leather engraving tools. It's in relatively good shape. It's sort of under um, a a collapsed chair. Um, I will hand that to Taro and say, "Do you want that for your new sword? Will it fit? Your <laughs> oh come on, please. <laughs> your sword uh, looks to be a bit too broad for that one. <laughs> uh, uh, I've no, I, well. <laughs> will it fit my it sword? It does look like it would fit your one, Natalia. Here, here you go. It's more your kind of size. <laughs> oh, thank you. I do. I recognise the musical instrument. You don't recognise it per se, but you've certainly played instruments like that before. All right, I'm just gonna grab it and give it give it a little strum. Let's see what see what comes out. Okay, it is definitely out of tune. Um, you can see even like as you kind of pick it off the walls that either time or the 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 disruption of whatever had happened here has certainly loosened some of the pegs so so like one string is definitely way flat but you can kind of hear what it should be you're welcome to try tuning it if you want nah i'm putting it back okay i mean by this time presumably findex has finished his short rest uh yeah probably it's been about 20 25 minutes and we didn't find anything to like eat or drink oh stuff it i'm worrying about that too much mm. you didn't seem to find anything like that in the kitchen there were certain things that looked like they might have once been food or drink that have rotted no. there was some brackish water at the bottom of the sink no no but no. perishables seem to have have not lasted here can i fit the box in my pocket as well yes i'll take it with me just in case okay. there's no there's not a keyhole in the box is there no, there's not. There's some writing on it. it. Seems to be the same writing as in the the rest of this town, but you can't read it. 
No, and I have no idea that the other two can read it no. either. All right, well, I suppose we should get a move on then. We've been here for a while. You're right, you're right, Pendex, you're right. Ready to, uh... Pendex kind of, like, uh, blinks awake from where he's clearly been, like, dozing against the wall and, and kind of starts, but he looks a bit better. He's still not looking good, but he... He looks a bit better for having a little snooze and being sort of treated nicely and seen to. Um, and he pushes himself to his feet and he looks over it and he goes, where did you get that cloak? Well, I found it under a bed. It's nice, isn't it? I could give him a twirl. Yeah. I don't wear cloaks, but... Yeah, no, I could tell. <laughs> I haven't mean to say that. You are... Do you understand the concept of nakedness? <laughs> oh, no, we got to it in the end. He, like, looks down at himself and then he looks at you and he goes... It, it's not a concern for my people. Oh, I'm glad that's that's very liberating. I'm sure. Uh, come on then, let's uh, let's get a move on. He nods his head and uh, he leads you out of this little house. Um, he takes you round to that big building again, and you can see where there are certainly pathways in the stone that people have have made to climb it. Um, I would like all of you to make climb checks, please. Oh, Ooh, I think I it's athletics. It's athletics. 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 Not acrobatics. Nope. Uh, 14. 14. Five. 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 Do you know what's really shit? What? Is that if you're a halfling and you get a nat one, you can re-roll it. <laughs> but if you're a halfling with a minus one strength modifier and you roll a two, oh. <laughs> I'm not very strong. This uh, path that has clearly been sort of made along this building to climb it was certainly made for creatures that are generally bigger than about five foot five. So while Findex, with not like ease, but without too much difficulty, is able to sort of pull himself kind of up along this incline uh and natalia you with kind of your your training and escapades also find this relatively doable in terms of climb taro and and nerium it's hell and in fact nerium you kind of get like maybe 10 foot up and you actually can't reach the next bit and taro who's who's just ahead of you you're also vaguely struggling to actually uh climb mr Findex, help <laughs> could you uh uh, uh, give us uh, a hand. I feel like the Witch of the Wastes in Howl's Moving Castle. <laughs> uh, Findex looks over his shoulder and he looks down at you two and he goes, uh, hold on. And he starts to kind of like descend again and he, he descends like past you and uh, he, he kind of like puts like his, his hands like like by your feet, Nerium, and, and kind of like starts <laughs> to like try and like push you up the wall kind of. I mean, I might just go, oh, thank you very much, and climb on his back. Uh, he, you do that, and he immediately is clicking to the wall. He goes, I, I don't think I can carry you. I'm, I don't weigh much. I, I'm not feeling very well in general. <sighs> oh, sorry, I misunderstood. I, I, I can try, but if we fall... Yeah, okay, you try. <laughs> He looks. He kind of looks over to you, Taro, who's the closest, with a definite look of like help. I just kind of kind of shrug and go. Mm. Okay, <laughs> sorry, bud. <laughs> um, he starts climbing. It's clearly very pained, and and slow. But it's physically successful. Yep, and he he keeps pace yeah. mostly uh, with Taro. Every so often, reaching across to kind of like grab you by the arm tarot to help kind of like push you up a bit more when you can't reach 
the next bit. I'm going to take one hand off uh, the uh, neck frill that I'm clinging to or whatever it is and uh, give Tara a quick thumbs up. I, I think whenever he grabs Tara's arm, Tara does his best to like flex it a little bit. <laughs> just to, just <laughs> what what little muscle he's got is he's still putting on a, a good show. <laughs> Okay, there's this, after about the third time, he like looks over to you and he, go, and he kind of pauses and he goes, uh, am I hurting? Is, are you okay? You're kind of twitching. <laughs> no, no, it's just uh, got twitchy arms, you know? Because of all the muscle, it makes them twitch. Um, he looks down and like, he is holding your arm and like his fingers are like overlapping his thumb like he's got a pretty big hand but you've got a skinny <laughs> arm my guy <laughs> he kind of looks down and he looks up at you roll me deception <laughs> this will be one right. hell of a roll <laughs> it's a nine I, ugh, I, I need to did you add anything to that yeah five okay. <laughs> <laughs> Exile this damn die. Yeah, you need to get like multiple. This is why I have 174 dice. So if one betrays me, there are so many more. I feel like there's a middle ground. <laughs> he looks over to you and he kind of like narrows his eyes and he makes like a little noise in his throat that's somewhere between a mm hmm and an okay. Um, and he keeps kind of like half like pushing you up the, the wall as he goes. Yep. Kind of like a eh? Yeah, kind of like, yeah, actually, yeah, he kind of makes, he makes half, you know, he makes half of an eh sound, and then he stops, because he clearly remembers the mocking he got last time. And, I think uh, Tara goes, so half of an eh sound, which would be a eh? Yeah, he just kind of makes a little weird throat sound, and then Tara makes the same one back, and there's this very odd, weird moment as this very hurt lizard man with Nerium on his back still holding Taro's flexing arm helps you guys up this collapsed building I've, I have limited sympathy for you Windex because actually you started by stabbing instead of saying hello do you, you say that all of to this him? on yourself do you literally like riding no, this, this lizard man's okay. back while just <laughs> shit talking <laughs> wow you deserve this <laughs> not in character okay no. alright okay Natalia, you, you're about maybe, I think, 15 foot ahead of them or so. You're climbing with, now out of them all, you're climbing with absolute ease, it looks like. You are Spider-Manning up this wall. As soon as I get to a suitable point, I'm just breaking open this book and have a little, <laughs> little peruse. <laughs> okay, um, you, you climb pretty quick and you get maybe like three quarters of the way up and you can see now where this this stone um ceiling has collapsed in this big it does kind of look like a double arched gate um and you can see like the the red kind of clouds covering the sun above you um still kind of swirling it seems a bit darker now outside there doesn't seem to be as much light and you find this nice little outcropping and you you settle down with your book as you watch from i think at this point maybe about a hundred foot below you, the, <laughs> the three <laughs> stooges are uh, attempting their, their wall climb in a, what is honestly, genuinely comedic fashion. It's a good book? It's a good book, yeah. It's, it's, it's relatively gripping from the start. Starts out with a murder, a bit of political intrigue. Um, yeah, <laughs> it's, a, it's a pretty good book. I like the Sandy's yeah, book. It's got a solid start to a story, just enough mystery to keep you guys interested. And then on the second chapter, yeah. it changes uh, point oh of view. Oh my God. And uh, you are drawn into the story. <laughs> I, think, I think if Nat glances up at any point, I'm going to wave. Okay, you look down. 
and uh, Nerium waves. And does Taro do anything? No, Taro's still climbing. He's a very tired boy now. Yeah. He's having to work extra hard. Yeah. Oh, God, th- we haven't even slept yet. This must be like two in the morning and you've been sick and you had all that wine and you got arrested for murder. Yeah, it sounds and- like a, a, a good night. Yeah, you had, yeah, you're coming to the end of what was once a very good night. And uh, Natalia, as you sit on this outcropping and you alternate between reading your book and looking down to seeing how they're doing, glancing up, you can see that the, the, the darkening clouds there's definitely like a heavier weight to some of them it almost looks like some of them gathering not quite on the horizon because you can't see the horizon from your angle but in the distance maybe look like they're becoming storm clouds 